Hello and welcome to episode 25 of Creating with Camille. And for this episode, I'm going to be talking a little about Halloween. By a little, I mean a lot. (laughs) So Halloween is this wonderful holiday, personal bias included, that actually has a ton of history once you get into it. And for me, I'm just a huge fan on the basis of the duality of Halloween, that you can have spooky ghost stories based on truth, and I personally believe that the the best and most successful ghost stories have a bit of romantic uh, novelty to them. Uh, It's because it's very easy to have a bunch of gore and blood and and senseless murder, but it's even better and more complex when it's tempered with a bit of sweetness. And so it's the having two sides, right? It's having the duality of um, life makes it so much more interesting as a viewer and someone who lives life, because that, I personally believe, is more accurate. Um, to the human experience. You have two different sides, and it's not just a one-sided, one-dimensional perspective. So literally, that actually goes into the history of Halloween um, by having that duality. So Halloween originated as a Celtic festival. So the Celtic festival was called Samhain, and Samhain was intended to keep away ghosts and entities at a time when they believed the veil between the living and the dead was the thinnest. And so what happened there was century later, centuries, I don't know, a large amount of time later, Samhain was taken from uh, the Celtic roots and Catholicism kind of came into contact uh, with the Celts. And what happens is obviously when religions come into contact, uh, especially back in the day, there's tons of tension. Uh, there's trying to remove that religion from the the people who lose. Um, it's it's horrible, and it's still happening today in different parts of the world. Um, the concept of conquering and domination and all that in religions. Uh, however, in this specific uh, conversation, the Celtic um, festival Samhain kind of became and was picked up uh, bits and pieces by the Catholic faith. And over time, uh, Catholics picked that up, um, and they have now All Hallows' Eve. And All Hallows' Eve, which is when we basically, as Catholics, would celebrate the saints, dress up to honor them, um, and eventually changed into Halloween. Um, so you can see there's a progression of this holiday, which, um, dates back centuries to the Celts, and then goes through Catholicism, and then comes out, and now it's a little bit more or less indiscernible, but it does have long stretching roots. And now Halloween today, it's kids going door to door, and trick-or-treating, and, What happens is it's very common for cultures and religions to get intermingled over time, either intentionally or unintentionally. It's similar to how languages change over time due to the culture and situations that are present. And I find it so fascinating. Um, it's, It's very interesting to be able to look at something and understand the history and background especially through a historical lens, through the lens of someone 
as an author, I'm obsessed with Halloween. Obsessed. And I mean, yes, uh, part of that is because my upcoming novel does delve a bit into the aspects of Halloween and the occult, so, and witchcraft, of course. And I really did a fair amount of homework on Halloween and old lore and everything surrounding the holiday. And what I did find and what I do believe is very common is that uh, over time, a lot of religions and a lot of uh, cultures give and take from each other. Uh, well, whether it's a peaceful uh, give and take or not, um, that remains to be seen, especially because a lot of the um, history books we read is from the perspective of the victor, the victorious. So um, all that loss and all that um, historical pain doesn't exactly translate because what we're reading is um, obviously how the people who were quote-unquote, winning the battle, wrote it. So obviously that's not how it comes from that perspective. So it's always having that grain of salt on how these things transpired centuries ago, today, now. Um, just understanding that back in the day, um, their concept of media was books and language, and now it's online and social media. It's very interesting. Everything that happened centuries ago seems to always come back to today in some way shape or form and I really believe that this is one of the purest um, examples of how you have something that can just be transformed um, and widely celebrated and now kind of means very little it seems like it's a very commercialized holiday in perspective to everything else however it's not as commercial as you would think because the basis of Halloween is based in reverent tradition, history, religion, um, and it's, it's insane to think that now we just think of it as a commercialized event and it's actually based in not one but two different religions. And for everyone thinking, oh, Camille, you're forgetting Dia de los Muertos. Um, no, Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead, is separate. Um, it does not have the same link to Celtic culture and Catholicism as um, is widely assumed. Why? Okay, so Dia de los Muertos, um, something that I personally had to research because uh, obviously half Venezuelan here and half Irish, so this is a little bit out of my ballpark, so I had to take time and learn. Um, what happens there is it's mainly something that was coming all the way back from Aztec culture, Aztec history, um, and back then they had something where they would celebrate the, the dead and living in the dead, and they would have months dedicated to celebrating their dead and honoring their dead. And, uh, and a lot of that celebration, too, would come back and was present in the fall. And so what does that mean? That means that when now modern times look at it, they think because, oh, like Catholicism and the Celts and all that have their holiday in the fall, um, that it's the same, but it, it's really basically not. Um, yes, there's a lot of melding of culture because what happens with anyone who is exposed to um, a dominating, overbearing, I would say, um, culture or religion kind of seeps into your own and back and forth. It's it's really a strange give and take. So that kind of does happen. 
However, I have a, a strange question that makes you wonder, did they get it right? If, if it's more than one religion, culture, history of beautiful individual people, and you have two different people on opposite sides of an ocean celebrating um, life and death around the same time, who I would assume would have had no interaction at that time to each other, <clears throat> makes you wonder, did they get it right? Is that when um, that veil really is lifted? Um, and we just don't want to see it because common culture is so fast and um, so based on uh, literal needs like financial and monetary um, and all that good stuff, air quotes on that. So it makes you wonder. At least that's what it does for me. Um, so if you want to explore that spooky, spooky occult, that spooky, spooky witchcraft, that spooky, spooky um, question of where do we go after we die? Um, these are all great questions, but we, in context of what's happened in Halloween, what's happened to um, where we're going, um, my best answer for you is I don't know. I don't know what happens after we die, and I don't know what's on the other side of that veil per se, but I do believe in some sense or another it must be there. And maybe that's the spookiest part of this entire episode is we don't know. Um, all we can know is what we've researched, and for me, it's clearly not enough um, because I, I don't have all the answers to give to you on this Halloween spooktacular episode. But I do know I'd love to explore more and bring it to you on season number two. So thank you so much for listening to Creating with Camille. And this has been our spooktacular Halloween episode and uh, the end of season one. So I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye. Thank you all for listening.